Welcome to Profit First Nation, the official podcast for entrepreneurs who are operating their businesses in the zone of permanent profitability. I'm Mike Michalowicz, the author of Profit First, and now here's your Profit First Nation guide, Daniel Mulvey. Welcome to Profit First Nation, the podcast for the top 17% of entrepreneurs with cash in the bank to correlate to their profitability. Profit First Nation is the podcast for intelligent entrepreneurs who have taken ownership of their financials and leveraged Profit First as a cash management system to make their businesses permanently profitable. I am Danielle Mulvey, an expert at guiding entrepreneurs on owning their financials in as little as 11 minutes per day and doing Profit First right. If you are a fan of Profit First and its author, Mike Michalowicz, you have found your tribe. We are a nation of successful entrepreneurs driven to be permanently profitable with a grit and a growth mindset that lets no obstacle stand in our way in pursuit of the three P's, passion, profit, and play. On Profit First Nation, we dive into advanced Profit First strategies and we share the honest and authentic ups and downs of being a business owner. Today, I'm going to share rich characteristics that my friend and podcast mentor, Dan Miller of 48 Days, recently listed on his podcast. Now remember, money is 10% logic and 90% emotion. So I know that there are stories in your head. There's things going on, maybe things dating back to your childhood and seeing what your parents did and just kind of modeling that behavior that is kind of maybe keeping you from embracing these rich characteristics. So I'm going to list through the rich characteristics and then we'll dive into them one by one. So rich characteristic number one, expect success. Number two, create a clear plan. Number three, work hard. Number four, avoid debt. Number five, be teachable, a lifelong learner. Number six, exercise control, persistence, and self-gratification. Number seven, accept personal responsibility. Number eight, keep good company. Number nine, remain opportunity conscious. And number 10, enjoy the present, but plan for the future. All right, let's dive into each one. Number one, expect success. If you expect that being an entrepreneur is living check to check and having to just work 24-7 and just beat at it, beat at it, beat at it and let it beat you up and that, you know, at least you're not having to clock in, but you're scraping by. If that's what you expect being an entrepreneur is, then that's what being an entrepreneur is going to be for you. If you expect success and you expect something different, then that's what you're manifesting and that's what you're going to be working towards. So often I see emails from individuals that 
and, and, and myself included, you know, I'll be honest, when I started my first business at the ripe old age of 25 in 1998, I worked like a dog. I loved what I was doing, but I just worked, worked, worked seven days a week, 10, 12 hour days. My father used to say all work and no play would make for a dull Danielle. I think he was also concerned that I, I may never end up having time for a social life and potentially getting married and eventually having grandchildren. But I just thought that I had to work, work, work. And that's what being an entrepreneur was like. It wasn't until um, I really, honestly, after I got married and, um, and had my first child that I realized that the success that I wanted was different than what I thought the success of being an entrepreneur was. And so now my expectation of success is that not only do I have freedom of being a business owner, but I have financial freedom. I have lifestyle freedom. I can take a six-week vacation. So my, my expectation of success has changed and um, I'm so thankful. So I challenge you to maybe adjust your expectation of success and really focus on what success would mean for you as an entrepreneur and a business owner, and even in your personal life with your family. The second rich characteristic is to create a plan. Oh, so many times we let business happen to us instead of planning what we want our business to actually accomplish. And this is where the reverse engineering is so, so important for your business. Let's decide where you want to end up the year on December 31st, 2021. And then let's reverse engineer from there. How many sales will it take? If it would take a thousand sales, well, and you think you really are only good at maybe good for doing 800 sales. Well, then to hit that number at a lower number of sales transactions, that means raising the margin. So by reverse engineering, you're creating a plan for your business. You know exactly what you need to do to get to your final destination. So rich characteristic number two is create a plan. Have it dialed in, but you start from where you want to end up, and then you reverse engineer, and that is your plan. Number three, work hard. You know, I mean... I've, I've never honestly met a lazy entrepreneur. Um, entrepreneurs definitely will do whatever it takes and you just have to keep at it. And sometimes we have different seasons of life and sometimes we have to work a little bit harder so that we can sort of bank that credit and, um, and, and take it a little bit easy later on. But, um, you know, I mean, I take a six week vacation annually and, in order to do that, I mean, I've had to put in some extra work and work hard to get to that point so that I can enjoy that six weeks off where my office, that's actually a vacation for me. My office gets a break from me. And, and when I come back, sadly, there's not a pile of things waiting for me or, or, or anything to happen. But, but it's because I put in the hard work to get there. Number four, avoid debt. Now, I know a lot of people, um, my husband and I, myself included, came into Profit First 
with debt. And a lot of people think that, oh, profit first isn't for me. Um, I'm in, you know, I've got business debt right now. I've got personal debt. I need to pay that off first before I implement profit first. Well, good luck with that. How's that working out for you? Um, profit first is a great system to actually help you pay off that debt. Remember, uh, on your quarterly profit distributions, if you have business debt, you're going to take 99, you're going to take, um, half of that profit distribution and move it into a vault account. And then the other half, you're going to put 99% of that towards paying down the principal on your business debt. And you'll use that remaining 1% to celebrate. And that is how you will make strides. We paid off hundreds of thousands of dollars in business debt that was lines of credit that we thought we needed in our business and we were told, oh, it's good to have, it's good to have that. It's good to use it. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. Well, I'm telling you, I don't think you need it. Um, so we played the game and we got a business line of credit. We used it. And then it just kind of became a little too comfortable and was ended up becoming like, a well, alone, because that's what it is. And, um, if I had to do it over again, I would have never taken out that line of credit. We never needed it to begin with, but it was kind of easy money. So it felt like, oh, it's here. We might as well use it. People say we should use it. But ideally, you want to avoid debt and bank on yourself, which thankfully, after over three years of, of implementing Profit First, we are banking on ourselves. We have built up quite a cushion in our business, in our vault accounts, and um honestly, didn't need to apply for the PPP money and don't foresee applying for the PPP money because we, or the subsequent rounds, because we have cash in the bank. We're banking on ourselves and avoiding debt at all costs. Number five, be teachable, a lifelong learner. You know, if I wasn't a lifelong learner, I wouldn't be here. Um, I am kind of a huge geek and nerd. And vacation is my favorite time to devour business books and kind of just really process them. And then I come back from vacation, ready to go and ready to implement. And it just opens up your mind. It opens up your experience level. And, um, you know, whether you're reading, listening to podcasts, um, I also encourage you to, um, just ask questions of other people you know, all of us are smarter than one of us. And by learning new things, you will not only adapt, but um, you will you will prosper. Number six, exercise control, persistence, and self-gratification. Well, if you implement profit first, um, it kind of packages this all for you. Um, you exercise control by limiting your allocation days to your designated allocation days. And you're persistent by following that rhythm of doing your allocations on your designated allocation day. And you exercise your self-gratification because you're taking that profit distribution just quarterly at the end of each quarter. So you're making do with what you have and not being reactive or emotional to things, but just exercising that solid control in your life. 
Number seven, accept personal responsibility. No one is perfect and we all make mistakes. And especially if you're a business owner, you're a leader in your community, you're a leader to your clients, you're a leader to your employees. And it is really important that you accept personal responsibility and own up to the mistakes you make. This podcast is my platform to own up to the mistakes that I've made in business. And I've shared quite a few with you, so we don't need to um, open up any of those right now. But learning to grow from yourself is when you accept personal responsibility. And also too, you know, I mean, this is the fact that you have to own the financials of the company that you own. You have to accept the personal responsibility for your company's financials, business financials and personal financials, because no one else can do it for you. Yes, of course, you should have a bookkeeper and or accountant do your books for you and do your taxes for you, but they cannot have the personal responsibility to make your businesses profitable. Only you as the business owner can make your business profitable. Only you can decide we need to increase margin if we want to improve our profitability, or we need to decrease expenses if we want to improve our profitability. So it's accepting that personal responsibility and honestly owning it, owning your financials. Number eight is keep good company. Um, And this happens in a variety of of mediums and channels. And it's probably been a bit more challenging, obviously, over the last year of COVID than in prior years. Our travel has been limited, I know. Um, I mean, I had three trips to Nashville cancel. Um, I mean, those are where my my good old entrepreneurial organization peeps are um, that I am still friends with 12 years after I left Nashville. Um, we had several Profit First professional events cancel. And I love meeting up with my Profit First professional friends. Um, But I have found other outlets and other channels to connect and keep good company. I love to learn from others. I love masterminds. I love events. I love... I'm just a big nerd if you didn't catch on to this already. Number nine, you want to remain opportunity conscious. Oh, we never know what is going to be thrown in in our lap. Might be a hand grenade, to be honest. And I think we've all learned that, especially in the last year with COVID. And so what I have loved in this time is to hear the success stories of people who have said, screw COVID and found new opportunities. They weren't stuck in their ways. They weren't saying, well, this is how I've always done it. And I guess because of COVID, I can't do it. Oh, well, no, I love the stories of the individuals who have said, okay, well, this sucks. COVID sucks. But you know what? I think if we go around it this way and over it and then under it and then just through it, we can be successful. And so it's finding those opportunities to not let an obstacle stop you. Do not be 
frozen. Do not get paralyzed. Be unstoppable, as my good friend Kelly Roach, and she has a wonderful podcast as well called Unstoppable Entrepreneurs, because it is about persevering. It is about pushing. It is about not letting anything defeat you. It is not letting an obstacle stop you. It is about being innovative, entrepreneurial, smart, clever, and just pushing, pushing, pushing to get through, over, around, under any obstacle in your way by remaining conscious of other opportunities. It doesn't have to be one way. And finally, number 10, enjoy the present, but plan for the future. I love to build things and I love for them to just kind of run themselves. And that's sort of to a degree why I have so many entities is because I've built great teams of people. We've got solid processes and they produce profit. Um, And then I get to play. That is my passion. But just because I said it doesn't mean it always runs. Um, Things get broken. Things need repair. And so you need to enjoy the present, but keep your eye on the future and keep your eye on where things are going and never get too complacent or too content. I, I, I mean, I've been in this entrepreneurial game for over 20 years now. And so I, at times when things are going a little too smooth, I'm kind of always looking over my shoulder saying, okay, this, this doesn't last for long. Like, uh, where? When's the wheel going to fall off that I have to repair? And that's cool. But uh, in that, I'm also looking at, um, you know, our longevity and keeping us into the future and continuing to grow because, I mean, we're 10 years in on two of our largest businesses and it's changed a lot over the last 10 years. I mean, my gosh, compared to how we used to do things 10 years ago to how we do things now. And so I'm always looking at different things. Like I mentioned, um, we launched Supply Patriot 2.0, which was taking us to a different level in terms of our clients and their ability to order online and pay their invoices online and such. You always want to be planning for the future to help you stay ahead of your competition. So um, enjoy the present, but definitely don't get too complacent and always be planning for the future. So those are the 10 rich characteristics that I think Dan Miller just totally nailed it. And I actually have shared this list with my children and we have it in the car and kind of, you know, talk about them every now and then, because um, I really believe that if there is a recipe um, for success in the entrepreneurial world, it involves using these characteristics or ingredients. If you would like to have this handy dandy list of Dan Miller's 10 rich characteristics, then head over to our website and click on resources. Remember, we also make it real easy to follow along with each of our episodes because we produce a visual recap. And actually, that's where you'll see Dan Miller's 10 rich characteristics. 
to have our visual recaps texted to you each Thursday with each new episode drop of Profit First Nation, you can do that and opt in by providing your cell phone number when you access our resources for the first time. So you'll go to ProfitFirstNation.com and click on resources. And please know that there are bookkeepers, accountants, and coaches in the world with the heart of a teacher ready to serve you and your businesses with their certified profit-first knowledge, skills, and experience. Just visit ProfitFirstNation.com and click on connect to connect with one of my fellow certified profit-first professional peeps. Cheers to another profitable day, my entrepreneurial friend. Profit First Nation website, related podcasts, and resources are provided for general information purposes only and do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, accounting, or other professional advice. Visitors should not act upon the content or information found here without first seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional.